back in 2010, when I was in seminary, I spent a few weeks at a monastery in Bordeaux, France, called Plum Village. It's the home of Vietnamese Zen teacher Thich Nhat Hanh. The activities there are focused on various mindfulness practices. Mindfulness practices like walking with great intention, feeling your weight shift on each foot in every step all day long. Practices like chewing your food 30 to 50 times each bite before you swallow it so that you may fully appreciate what you were doing. One of the practices that, that I took away from there, and in addition to that, is setting down my utensil between bites. <laughs> they talk about how, you know, we take one bite and then we, we, before we've even finished that one, we've got a full, full utensil ready for the next one. You get the idea. There are several practices like this that slowed the mind and focused it. And once a week, the three monastic communities that make up Plum Village all come together for a teaching by Thich Nhat Hanh, followed by a discussion and a mindfulness walk and a shared meal. It's this big day where everybody's coming together. There are lots of people there. My first week there, Thich Nhat Hanh spoke about the relationship between mindfulness and passions. He said that when passions are divorced from mindful intention, we become enslaved to insatiable desire. This is where that term monkey mind, many of you might have heard that, that term monkey mind, it's where it comes from. It's the idea that we jump from tree to tree eating whatever fruit we find without ever fully satisfying our desire. In the group discussion after this teaching, we broke up into, into a fairly small group, a group of about 20 folks, and we were all in this room together in this beautiful monastery in Bordeaux, and all just, you've got people there from all over the world, people just sharing these really deep experiences. There's, there's a, a Dutch woman that was talking about her struggles with fidelity in her marriage and the, those, the difficulties there. There was a British professional who, who, who was, a, he was an economist and he was talking about how he was burnt out, how his career had led to just severe burnout. And there was a woman who was a Syrian refugee who talked about her suicidal thoughts. This was a conversation of very, very deep meaning, very, very just profound uh, experiences. Into that conversation came a young man who had been at the monastery for the last several months. He was about 22 years old, he was American. And he, was, he, he shared how he was, uh, he'd taken up a self-imposed fast for his time to kind of work on his own mindfulness practices. And he went into great detail about how in this fast, um, one evening he, he saw a banana out on this, the fruit plate that was there for dinner and how he longed for this banana. But he, he, he didn't need it, but he just wanted it. And he went on for a good 20 minutes about how he, how he was longing for this banana. Mind you, we have just heard a woman talk about how she was dealing with de severe depression following 
leaving a country that is war-torn. And this 22-year-old kid is obsessed with the banana. Do you see where this is going? Do you get the gist of what, what this is about? He wasn't working uh, toward like the greater community. He wasn't working toward a mindfulness of, of the group. He was working toward his own greatness, his own piety, about how good he could be not to eat this banana. He never ate the banana, but he, was, he wanted to tell us all about it. <laughs> he wasn't thinking of the fact that one of the 6.3 million people that were displaced by the Syrian civil war was sitting in that room beside him. He was not thinking about the 3.7 million Syrians that were killed by Islamic extremists. While he was obsessed over a banana, one in seven people globally suffered from malnutrition. I don't mean to shame this guy. I'm just trying to point out what it is like when we, like the disciples, seek our own greatness. We are forgetting about the people around us. We're forgetting about love of God and neighbor. We're forgetting about trust in God. We've talked about it before recently around here. But that word faith in Greek, pistis, trust, is is the term we are after. Trust, like that of a child with a parent. As Jesus points out today, that is greatness in faith. Childlike trust. Not pity, not accomplishment, not knowledge or understanding, but trust. There's a long history of Christian mystics who emphasize this trust as the virtue of not Understanding. Have you guys heard about some of this before? Particularly, there's a work that is, is fairly famous called The Cloud of Unknowing. I know a couple of you in this room love that text. It is uh, an anonymous work of a Christian mystic written in the latter half of the 14th century. It is a guide to contemplative prayer. It's an incredible, incredible work. But the, the underlying message is that uh, the way to know God is to surrender one's mind and ego to the realm of un knowing, to abandon consideration of God's particular activities and attributes, and to be courageous enough to trust in the divine that we do not tame with our intellect. The author of The Cloud says, one loving, blind desire for God alone is more valuable in itself, more pleasing to God, more beneficial to our own growth and more helpful to your friends than anything else you could do. The author also says, the universes which are amenable to the intellect can never satisfy the instincts of the heart. The instincts of the heart. That is the virtue of a child, following the instincts of the heart. I've been... Uh, I've been assistant coaching my, my uh, four-year-old son's AYSO team. And when we're at practice on Monday, Henry can't stop but like run up to me and take my hand, and he kisses it. <laughs> He'll be like in the middle of playing and scrimmage and run over. And it's so sweet. But you know, <laughs> it's awesome. That's the instinct of the heart. <laughs> this tender heart. 
a supple mind, open eyes, eyes ready to see something new rather than thinking we see something we already understand. Mind you, this is childlike, not childish. It is not a call to be immature, not a call to be unwise, but to be open, to be curious. There are times in our lives when we are more open than other times. Times when we have greater dependence on that trust. Times when we are more like a child, more vulnerable. This is the, the, the power of vulnerability that, that social scientist Brene Brown talks about. She says, vulnerability sounds like truth and feels like courage. Truth and courage aren't always comfortable, but they are never weaknesses. She, she goes on to say, what we know matters, but who we are matters more. That is the childlike power of vulnerability. Like someone who is going through a divorce, someone who is in recovery, someone who is learning something new. Students of life. That is what we are. Here, Jesus is our teacher. He tells us that the greatest are the weakest, the vulnerable, the trusting. He also tells us that the greatest will have to suffer. Did you catch this at the beginning of the passage? Do you remember this? Did you, we, we might have skimmed over it. But there's this bit about Jesus foretelling how the Son of Man will be betrayed and killed. This is not just a story about what will happen to Jesus. It is a story about the life of faith, the life of trust. Theologian Rolf Jacobson says, We misinterpret faith as universal assent to doctrinal statement. In other words, we get lost in the bananas and we forget about trust, about love of God and neighbor, about following Jesus. Remember, that is what the life of faith looks like in Mark that we've been talking about, following. That is the key theme. Mark's gospel is all about following. Uh, my wife has been in Chicago on a girls' weekend this week, and I've been going everywhere with my two little boys. And uh, <laughs> one of my favorite things in the world is, is, is like walking with them when they're both holding my hands magically. Um, it can be, you know, a bit chaotic as we're walking together, but it is so precious to feel their little hands holding on, onto my fingers. And, and we're walking together, and just for those moments when, we, when everybody's actually going somewhere together, it feels perfect. People who love each other, walking hand in hand. Children following their parents, following their trust. That is the nature of this life. We follow our trust. Where do we put that trust? In our knowledge, in our wealth, or in the cloud of unknowing? In the locus of love eternal, in the transformative power of vulnerability. Um, some of you might have seen the, the Santa Barbara Independent this week um, about uh, this article about uh, Anahi Mendoza. Has anybody read that? Oh, yeah. It was really—I thought it was a really powerful bit. Um, 
the, the nature of it is she, she talks about how she, she does work she, helping uh, detainees here in Santa Barbara County. Uh, she actually grew up here in Isla Vista, right down the street. There are these beautiful pictures of her. Do you guys see these pictures? She's so cute. Look at this little girl. Grew up right here in IV and has gone on to go to Harvard as an undocumented student before DACA has gone on and now he's come back and is changing the world here, helping detainees, making sure that people can post bail, making sure that people can drive down to see their family, making sure that families stay together. Yeah. And as it's incredible work. And, and as you do it, I mean, look at this little picture. Look at this. This is a few blocks from here. This is the nature of what Jesus is talking about. Children and their potential. Think about all that this girl has done. These are the ones that will shape our world. What Jesus is saying, what Jesus is asking is, do we have that potential in us? Can we partner with God to make a love-spreading difference in the world? Can we trust enough to take up the mantle of vulnerability? Can we live into the reality that so easily slips our minds? That we are all children of God. Amen.